biggest games, the best performances, expert analysis. You are locked on now. What's up, everyone? You are listening to Locked On Now, local experts on the biggest stories around the NFL. I'm your host, Kim Becker, and thanks so much for making Locked On Now your first listen every weekday morning. On today's show, the NFC has what may be the biggest game of the season and a look ahead to week eight and the biggest questions around the NFC. To kick off the show, we're just a day away from the biggest game. The biggest game. Tomorrow night, the Green Bay Packers and Arizona Cardinals kick off week eight with the best game of the week in Glendale, Arizona. The Cardinals are undefeated at 7-0, but the Packers are on a six-game win streak after losing the first game of the season. With Kyler Murray on an MVP pace and Aaron Rodgers staking claim to teams as he beats them, this may be the most anticipated game of the season to date. So how does a team that's on fire with the reigning MVP defeat the only undefeated team in their own house? Here's Locked On Packers to answer that question. Who is playing receiver for the Green Bay Packers against the Arizona Cardinals on Thursday night? That is maybe the only question. I'm Peter Bukowski, host of Locked On Packers, and first it was Devontae Adams hitting the COVID-19 list. Now it is Alan Lazard, add in Malik Taylor, who has been on the COVID-19 reserve list for the last two weeks, and Green Bay, they are down to it at the receiver position. Marquez Valdez-Scantling could be promoted off IR to play this week. Matt LaFleur said he was testing his hamstring this week. That leaves Equinemia St. Brown, who was promoted off the practice squad just a few weeks ago. Randall Cobb, who was brought in at the behest of Aaron Rodgers in the offseason. Third-round rookie Amari Rodgers and Juwan Winfrey, maybe, who could be promoted off the practice squad. This is a team that is already without Zadarius Smith, David Bakhtiari, Jair Alexander. You're talking about four All-Pros, and now maybe their top three receivers in a game. Oh, yeah, against the only undefeated team left in the NFL and the team that our Locked On Podcast Network rankings had the number one team in the league. The biggest question? No, the only question. Who is catching passes from Aaron Rodgers on Thursday night? The Saints care about this game. It could help decide things in the NFC South with New Orleans just a game behind Tampa in the loss column. But with all respect to the rest of the Saints, this one has to mean at least a little more to Jameis Winston, who will start against his old team for the first time. Locked on Saints tells us more about a big game for both the team and its quarterback. It's a game of inches, a game of attrition, and this week, a game of pace for the New Orleans Saints. I am Ross Jackson, host of the Locked On Saints podcast, here to talk about the biggest question facing the New Orleans Saints ahead of their Halloween Day matchup up against division rival and reigning Super Bowl champion Tampa Bay Buccaneers. Can the New Orleans Saints control and win the game of pace? This is a high-powered, high-scoring offense led by Tom Brady, who's out there playing at the age of 67, looking like he's 24 years old out on the field. Can the New Orleans Saints defense slow down the scoring pace of Tampa Bay? Or can the New Orleans Saints find the firepower that they need in the passing game to keep pace potentially with this Tampa Bay offense? One seems more likely than the other. We'll talk about which one and what the Saints have to do to get there on the Locked On Saints podcast. Free and available on all platforms, including on YouTube. Proud part of the Locked On Podcast Network, your team every day. 
The Dallas Cowboys, and especially that offense, look really good right now. Dallas is a two-point loss to the Super Bowl champion Bucks, away from a perfect record, and now head to Minnesota out of the bye in primetime. Will Dallas look rested or rusty after the time off? Locked On Cowboys gives us the biggest question facing the team in Week 8. I haven't heard this much talk about a troublesome Cowboys calf since the movie City Slickers with Billy Crystal, but is there some positive news on the injury front? for the Cowboys coming out of the bye. Hi, I'm Landon McCool with the Locked On Cowboys podcast. And despite all the conversation about Dak and his injured calf and is he in the boot, is he going to play, there is positive news for the Cowboys coming out of the bye that includes people coming off the injury report, people coming off the IR, and people coming off a of suspension. The Cowboys have managed to get a 5-1 and record going into the bye last week, despite not having some key players both on offense and defense. And it looks like the Cowboys are set to have at least their offensive players make their way back onto the field as Michael Gallup is starting to practice again, having dealt with his own calf injury, and then Lael Collins coming off the suspension. Both are looking to make their way back. We'll see if, if both will make it back to the game on Sunday against the Vikings. I would assume that Lael Collins is a go for Sunday night, uh, but Michael Gallup is, remains to be seen as he gets that three-week period coming off the IR. And don't forget Gallimore and, and Demarcus Lawrence are also on that list. They're coming off a little bit later, but their running mate, Tristan Hill, is another guy who looks like they could be coming back to practice this week. So the Cowboys are getting healthier on the other side of the bye, and hopefully if they can get past one more troublesome calf with the, with the Dallas Cowboys quarterback, Dak Prescott, uh, they can get another win on Sunday night against the Vikings. The Minnesota Vikings have had an up and down season to match their three and three record and now hope to build some momentum at home in the national spotlight. How can Minnesota put a scare into Dallas on Halloween night? Our Locked On Viking host has the answer. What's up, everybody? Luke Braun here from the Locked On Vikings podcast. Biggest question headed into week eight for the Vikings. They're back off their bye, and they are looking down the barrel of a hellish stretch here. They've got the Cowboys, then they go to Baltimore, to Los Angeles to play the Chargers, and then a game against the Packers. That's a really, really tough stretch. So we have to find out now, and I guess we're going to answer the biggest question, which is, are the Vikings a real team? They're 500. They got within a field goal, a last-minute field goal of the Cardinals. They got within a last-minute field goal make of losing to the Lions. We have no idea what to make of this team. And I think the best way to learn what to make of a team is to test them against the best. So as we go through this, this big, terrible, scary November, we are going to find out what the Vikings are made of. Who are these Vikings? What is their identity? And can they string together a consistent 60 minutes for once? For more on all of this, you can find the Locked On Vikings podcast wherever you find your favorite shows. Coming up next, we'll go around the league to find out the biggest questions for other games in the NFC with the help of our local Locked On NFL hosts. You're listening to Locked On Now. Welcome back to Locked On Now. I'm your host, Kim Becker, and thank you for making Locked On Now your first listen every weekday. Now let's take a look around some of the other big questions in the NFC. Let's go around the league. In what is already setting up to be a heated race all season for the NFC West, every team will have a chance to pick up a supposedly easy win over the lowly Texans. Arizona beat up on Houston last week, and this weekend, LA gets a chance at it. Locked on Rams tells us what he's asking about this team going into week eight. 
The Los Angeles Rams have taken a hit to their running game in the recent weeks. I'm Sosa Kermanges, your host of the Locked on Rams podcast. And looking at a backup tight end, Johnny Munt, the Rams lost him in week six to a torn ACL. And since then, they've sort of struggled to run the football. You look at pre-injury, the Rams ran 12 personnel, meaning one running back and two tight ends on 17.3% of their plays and averaged 3.8 yards per carry from the running back room. Then week seven, without Munt on the field, they only ran 12 personnel twice and those were both kneel down plays. So really they did not even run 12 personnel once. They only averaged 2.5 yards per carry. So now that begs the question, can the Rams continue to run the ball effectively moving forward throughout the rest of the season without Munt out there? They don't feel comfortable replacing him just yet with any of the remaining backup tight ends. You look at guys like Jacob Harris, Kendall Blanton, and Bryson Hopkins. This is going to be a big question mark for the Los Angeles Rams moving forward. We're going to find out the answer on the Locked on Rams podcast, so make sure to tune in wherever you get your podcasts. Well, the Washington football team is just 2-5 and going into a weekend on the road in Denver. However, four of those five losses come against teams at least two games above 500. The one loss that isn't is the Chiefs. So how good really are they? Locked on Washington football team asks those questions and more that week eight will hopefully help answer. What's going on, Washington football team fans? I'm Chris Russell, co-host of the Locked on Washington football team podcast. Washington heading to Denver, a team that's lost four in a row. They're now three and four. Washington, of course, all sorts of problems at two and five. Here's my biggest question approaching this final game before the bye. If you lose Sunday in Denver against a reeling Broncos team, at two and six, what do you do? Do you trade Brandon Sheriff? Do you trade Landon Collins if you could? Do you trade Deron Payne? Do you trade who? Do you completely give up on the team and this season and again start the rebuilding card for next year? I think these are very legitimate questions. I mean, obviously a win would put you at three and five, which is not good. But I mean, at least you could justify staying patient at three and five. But a loss, does that, with the trade deadline looming, does that send the car reeling officially off the Rocky Mountain that they're going to be on on Sunday? Thanks for watching Locked On Now. Remember, the Locked On Washington football team podcast is free and available on all platforms. I'm Chris Russ. The Atlanta Falcons have found a spark in recent weeks, winners of three of its last four. Atlanta is at 500, but would still be in last place in the NFC South if it loses to Carolina this weekend. Breakouts Kyle Pitts and Cordero Patterson could lead Atlanta to another victory. But what other questions do the Falcons have to answer? Here's our Locked On Falcons host to fill you in. Can the Falcons keep their offensive momentum going in week eight? I'm Aaron Freeman with Locked On Falcons. The Falcons rookie and unicorn of a tight end, Kyle Pitts, has had two monster performances the last two weeks, combining for 16 catches for 282 yards and a touchdown. Can he keep this going as the Falcons offense looks to try to become one of the top offenses in the NFL? 
based off of their performance recently. And that's going to be tough for them considering the uptick in quality of opposing defenses that they're expected to face over the next month, starting in week eight when they face the Carolina Panthers. Will opposing defenses do a better job containing pits? And does that put more pressure on wide receiver Calvin Ridley to step up? who's off to his slowest start of his NFL career in terms of receiving yards and touchdowns through five games. For more coverage of the Falcons and their upcoming matchups, follow Locked On Falcons, part of the Locked On Podcast Network, your team every day. The New York Giants won last weekend for their second of the season, and this week play a Chiefs who stumble into week eight, but it's still the Chiefs. So Locked On Giants definitely still have questions going into Kansas City. The New York Giants are headed for primetime action on Monday night against the Kansas City Chiefs. But will they have their main men back in action for the Week 8 showdown? Hi, everybody. This is Patricia Trena, host of the Lock on Giants podcast. And the New York Giants are anxiously awaiting to see if injured players such as running back Saquon Barkley and receivers Kenny Galladay and Kadarius Toney will be well enough to return to action on Monday night for the Giants date with the Kansas City Chiefs. The Chiefs, as everybody knows, has a potent offense, but its defense of late has been suspect. And if the Giants can get back some of this missing firepower on their offense to challenge Steve Spagnuolo's defense, that would likely enable them to hold up in the event of a scoring shootout in a game which, according to our friends at betonline.ag, has an over-under of 52 points. Keep it here on the Lachlan Giants podcast for all things New York Giants. That's a wrap for us here at Locked On Now. Thank you for making us your first listen every weekday morning. For more on the National Football League and your team, make your second listen Locked On NFL and your team's Locked On podcast. I'm Kim Becker, and this has been Locked On Now.